share uh, can you share a tip just a simple one on one thing that someone can do immediately after changing countries that would make the whole experience uh, less lonely, less scary, and much more enjoyable? Yeah, in fact, I have three tips to help you three. Wow. Okay. to manage this Very exchange. generous. <laughs> so the first one is uh, to remember why you did this choice, why you chose this city or this country. Mesdames et Messieurs, bonjour. I'm Sam, your host for the Expats in Lyon podcast, an English podcast by expats for expats about the beautiful city of lights. Those first walks around the new city can get a bit lonely and filled with wonder. On this show, you will meet your new friends who, just like you, left part of their lives to start a new adventure in the capital of gastronomy. By alternating between interviews and interesting stories about the history, legends and myth of Lyon, I hope to answer most of your questions. Are you ready? Welcome back, fellow expats, to this new episode. Happy Monday. The episode you listen to today is one of my favorites so far because it is so full of value. I interviewed Cece, a consultant in change management, and she shares her tips on how to find an apartment, four things she did to build her network from scratch in Lyon, and how that and personal branding helped her attract several jobs without even trying. Finally, she ends the episode with three techniques that you can apply right now to better cope with any change in your life, like for example, moving to a new city. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. I am joined here today by Sisi Wu. Sisi is a coach and consultant in change management. Her passion is to help people manage changes in their lives successfully and in a meaningful way. She is the author of the blog Oser Changer de Vie, which translates to Dare to Change Your Life. She is originally from China. She partially grew up in France, which makes her a polyglot and passionate about diverse cultures. Her hobbies are urban dancing and personal development. She is also my friend, and we met at the Toastmasters Club that we often mention on the show. She's been in Lyon for three years, and she's awesome. How are you, Cici? I'm very good. Thank you. And you? Really, really good. Finally, we, we found the time to, uh, to, to record this episode and, and do this interview. I wanted to ask you, so you've been here for three years and you partially grew up in France. So where were you before Lyon? I was near to Grenoble, Grenoble. So the mountain city is not very far from Lyon, but it's quite different. Okay. So I, I joined my mom, in fact, in uh, 2006. So has been quite a lot of time that I'm in France. So that's why I say that I'm, I partially grew up in France. Um, and the reason why I joined is uh, because my, my mom remarried with a French guy. So, uh, so it's more for family reason. And at that time I was 12. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really your choice. Um, I mean, you didn't choose to come to France. You just, it happened and you landed here near Grenoble. Yes. Okay. So for, first of all, my, I mean, I, that time at 12, I haven't a lot of um, understanding of uh, what was the uh, French culture, what, you know, except the very symbolic <laughs> Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or the French bread. I didn't know, I mean, very few things about France uh, the time I, I came here. Mm-hmm. And of, and of course, my, my French was not uh, very good because I, I learned very the time I arrived in this country. Okay. And before that, were you speaking English or just, uh, I mean, which language were you speaking before coming to France? So I speak in Mandarin because we learn in, in school. And also uh, I speak uh, Cantonese because I come from Canton. So, you know, in China, we have a lot of dialects. Yeah. And... Uh, the the chance I had is I started to learn some English before I came to France, which is 
more similar than Chinese French. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, and so so in China they they do teach English at school, or it was just you. Um, I mean, you were curious to learn uh, languages. No, in China they they were very focused on early teaching children in foreign language, and English is uh, very important as is the international language. So yeah, I I forgot from <laughs> how young I started, but I at least have some basics before I come in France. So before my twelve. Okay, well that's that's very interesting. And just one one question. Um, I mean, you've lived more in France than in China, or or approximately mm-hmm. the same. But do you today? Do you have the the French nationality? No. No, you don't. I didn't. I mean. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Finally, I made a decision. But, you know, in, in China, the thing is, I mean, France, China is, we can't have double nationality. Okay. So that's why I didn't make this. I mean, it was a difficult decision because I I cannot say. You had to give up one uh, of them. Yeah, I have to give up. And honestly, I don't feel more French or more Chinese today. I, I'm I'm like both. <laughs> no, no, definitely. And uh, I think this is a this is a choice that we don't really have to make. Um, it's it's the same. I mean, most countries they they accept dual citizenship, but not more. And uh, and even even like in the Lebanese case, the passport doesn't really doesn't really help us anywhere it's 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 pretty much useless i hate to say that say that but it's the truth and yet i just can't give it up um because i mean that's who i am okay so yeah. uh you and i can't imagine myself applying a visa to visit my family but then what did you decide what's the decision you took if i can ask uh it's very Practical is just for it's easier to travel with a French passport. Exactly. That's why. But I I didn't choose because I feel more French or definitely you know, it's no, not no. this way, but it's more convenient. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it definitely. And uh, whatever you choose, you're still. I mean, your your origins are what counts, and the roots is what counts. Yeah. Awesome. So you get to Grenoble. Um, did you like Grenoble when you got here? It was a very a big shock for me because okay. uh, Canton is a very big city. It's one of the biggest metropoles in China. Okay. So the time I arrived, is, I was not in city center of Grenoble. It's uh, called Echerol. It's even, um, how to say, the su- sub-suburbs. Uh, suburbs. So it's suburbs, so it's less popular. Mm-hmm. And... And so I remember the it was one summer. I went back to China for one month in July, and I was back for August. And it was a total shock because back in my <laughs> my born city, there are people everywhere all the time, like during daytime or nighttime. And because the <clears throat> the shop closed very um, late really? there. Oh, late there. Okay. Yeah, so you don't feel the interaction, um, and there's no like a, a increasing activities during summertime. Whereas in France, especially in Grenoble, many shops and restaurants close in August, so it was like a ghost town. Definitely, and this is this is the thing that really shocked me as well when I got here. So the two things that shocked me the most is the fact that restaurants close from 2.30 to 7. And so if you're hungry during these times, you're pretty much <laughs> in, in trouble. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And it bothered me so much because when I landed here in 2018, um, it was during the World Cup. And I really liked to, to have my meals during the games because it, it's, it's, it's something I'm passionate about. And I watch all the games during World Cups. And I couldn't. So I would I would skip lunch to have like a late lunch towards uh, four or five, which was the first game of, of the World Cup. And then I would go there. I'm starving and they tell me it's closed. And I didn't get used to it until the end. But yeah, I get what you're saying. The fact that on Sundays, everything's closed. Even coffee shops, most coffee shops are closed. Doesn't help. On Sundays, you don't really have any choices but to go to the park or go for a walk. And this is something that really shocked me as well in the beginning. So, um, and I think that in China, it's pretty much a city that never sleeps. Uh, 
which is the case of yeah. um, it's it's the same in Lebanon. So whenever you go out, you can have really good food, um, but here you need to plan your life around them. Mm-hmm. Great. So when how did well how did Lyon happen then? Uh, how did you get to Lyon? So I I done most of my study life in in Grenoble and also in Paris. I and also travel in several cities in in France. And Lyon was the city that where I I really see myself living. Okay. For several reasons. If we compare Grenoble and Paris, it's a middle city and I think it's I mean, at least for me it's the good size. Because mm. it's not too little, like in Grenoble, there were, uh, I mean, you can, you know, you can do things in Grenoble, but it's much more limited. And also professionally, I work a lot for Schneider Electric, but mm-hmm. it's almost, um, you know, one of the biggest companies yeah. there. And you can't really make, um, at least from, in my case, I really want to expand in other industry not only in one so mm. it was too limited for me and the opposite is uh, Paris I d- done my master's there and also have some friends living there I love doing I mean going just for a weekend or you know vacation but living there is not even an option for me of course I, I totally <laughs> even I grew up in a big city <laughs> I think I, I I started to you know enjoy the nature part the you know calmer style yeah. uh, living style and that's why Lyon is the perfect choice for me because it's uh, in between so you have a lot of culture activities so very rich in in terms of artistic activities gastronomy and also communities and this is very important for my personal growth and also for my career i have a lot of choice and and it's not that um too much uh, like parated uh, and uh, also you know the traffic in in yeah. paris is not that much it's still like human uh, for me and I like the each time I come to Lyon before I become a sit, um, resident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> each time I meet a Lyonnais, I uh, I'm I feel like a home. Like people are very kind and yes. they guide you uh, on the, on the street or you have a questions. People will never like uh, ghost you. So that's why I chose to to live in Lyon. That's that's really cool. Uh, how much time did you spend in Paris? What did you study? Just out of curiosity, I spent. So it was two times I lived uh, in Paris. One is for my um, train, stage internship. Internship. It was only for three months, I think, two or three months, but. It really just gave me um, a first taste of uh, how mm. Paris Paris living is like. So I had three hours of transport every day. Oh my god! Okay. Uh, yeah, my my life <laughs> <laughs> during this time was literally metro blue dodo. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. really is this. I had no time, like, and I feel very tired about uh, after this internship. So from that time in my head, it was just very clear that I will never live in Paris. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get that. Mm. And and later then, I I did a business school, a management school, which is uh, oriented to information system. I did in uh, alternance, so I was partially in school and partially in company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose a school in near to Paris because I really feel in love with how they, uh, how their student life was rich mm-hmm. uh, with other associ- association, and also in my in my head was like okay I have I have um, I can have a interesting net network um, in Paris, mm-hmm. but it was very clear that from the time I get my diploma that I I don't want to you know, work in Paris. Yeah, it was yeah, my yeah. plan B. Mm. It's it's everyone's plan B. 
but uh, no, <laughs> nobody's plan A. Um, I get it. This is really cool. So, so pretty much Lyon is the best of both worlds. So you have a, a calm lifestyle, a proximity to to outdoorsy stuff like hiking. I mean, you yeah. can really go on very nice trails, uh, 10 kilometers out of Lyon. Um, you can go skiing in, in, in an hour and a half. You can go to the to the beach in two hours by, by TGV. Uh, and in terms of size, it's not too small and it's not huge. Um, I agree with you mm-hmm. that the biggest advantage is the location, proximity to, to a lot of very nice outdoorsy activities and um, and its size. It's the perfect size. And I really like that saying, uh, Metro Boulot Dodo, I've never heard of it. Um, for listeners who are not familiar with, uh, with French, uh, it translates to well, Metro. Uh, boulot is slang for work and uh, dodo is 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 sleeping so pretty much you don't have a life it's metro work sleep which is something that would drive me crazy because i live for everything that happens after work awesome so lyon by choice that's uh, that's something i like it wasn't my choice but uh, but i fell in love with it uh, the same uh, how was getting to Lyon? So when when in your life did you get here? What's the challenges you faced when you got here? And did you move here alone? So the time I chose to live in Lyon, uh, I worked for a company who who has also an agency in Lyon. So mm-hmm. I, wor- I worked for in Grenoble at first. And after I asked uh, to move to the, the Lyon agency. So for this part was pretty easy at least it was as planned so I discussed with my uh, my colleague my manager and that time they, they they were okay for me to switch the most challenging part was for me to find an apartment okay because it was really um, uh, it become more and more critical mm-hmm. uh, a bit sadly uh, I heard also my friends struggle with that but yeah, the first time um, I I was already uh, I was holding a CDE that time, CDE. so it was okay. CDE without try period, so wow. it was the uh, you know the perfect situation to find an apartment normally. But I just, uh, for, I'm gonna interrupt you just yeah. to give a bit of background story because I know that we have listeners that are not in France and these are very. The typical French thing. So a CDI is a, is a, it stands for contrat à durée indéterminée, which means that it's, it's a contract, but without, um, I mean, it's an open contract, you know. So when you have it, it's very hard to fire you. So that's the biggest advantage. And, uh, and so it's a contract without any duration. And so when you yes, have it's that, a permanent, yeah, exactly, sorry. a permanent contract. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So when you have that, everything becomes much easier. So renting a house is easier. Getting a loan from the bank is easier. Opening a bank account is easier. So, which is sad because like they kind of force you into a specific lifestyle that gives you a lot of advantages. So freelancers and and people um, that start their own businesses don't have that luxury. But anyways, the CC is mentioning it because this helped her. She had... A, a CDI, so a permanent contract and without a probation period. So go ahead. Now you can continue your story. So yeah, that time I, I had, a, we can say, perfect situation to, to find an apartment. But even with that, I struggled to, to, to get an apartment that I like. Finally, I, I, I found it. I signed it very quickly. So advice for you guys, if you uh, searching for apartments, uh, maybe the best option would be to have someone, uh, if you have a friend, someone who can host you for moments, so you can search your apartment uh, on in Lyon itself, so it will be easier for you to visit apartments. Uh, for me, it was not the case. I planned all my visits on the weekends, and it was a bit stressful. And just for you to know that uh, apartments in Lyon go very fast especially when they are at good price and good location. So don't hesitate too long. If you find a good apartment, especially the first one, if you have you want a place to stay very quickly, um, position yourself pretty quickly. 
can you give us more details about how, how the process works? So let's say I visit an apartment. I really like it. How, I don't know. It's not maybe, maybe you just can share your experience on how the process works. So how do I position myself on the house? What documents do I need? Uh, if you remember, obviously it's been three years, I think. Um, yeah. So there's one platform or yeah, I can give you two platforms that you can search for apartments. So the first one is called the Bon Coin. Mm -hmm. So it's the platform where um, people, you know, sell and buy stuff, um, mostly like secondhand, but also for uh, renting apartments or, or for buying or selling apartments. Um, so in this way, you can find two options. So one is from people like you and me who are renting their apartments. And also you can find some professional actors like um, real estate, real estate agents. Uh, who will publish their announce. And also you have another platform called Sologi, Sologi.com, I think. So you can also find your apartment. So to be very effective, you can you know, put some notification based on the criteria, criteria okay. you chose. So whether you want with furniture, how many meters square you want, at least. Um, and then you activate the notification and you need to be very proactive. Because as I said, the good apartment don't stay long online. <laughs> so they need to have their, their, uh, their documents uh, ready and they need to give their, um, I mean, they need to give their interest very, very uh, fast and and send the stuff okay yeah but for who who can't be you know in lyon because they come from very far they don't they want an apartment it's possible as well to have a virtual visit uh, i know it's become more common with the covid and you can visit uh, virtually the apartment having some photos videos and so on and then if you want to position yourself, then I, I would suggest to send your paper very quickly. Yeah. And it's also, it's still, I, I said that before, but it's it's a very old school um, way of doing business still. I mean, uh, you know, if you go to Canada, you can pretty much rent a house online. Uh, but here they are very, uh, they are very picky on who they choose um, because they can't, I mean, they can't really evict uh, people yeah. here. So mm -hmm. they, they don't want to be wrong about it. And this is why it's it's complicated. So yes, if you like an apartment, um, don't wait too long. Act on it directly. Uh, but obviously, I mean, don't, don't just take the first, uh, the first thing you see. But I mean, it's way, way easier if you're uh, here and that you can visit uh, instead of trying to do it abroad. And they still work way better by phone than by email or chat or the, all that stuff. I mean, they never answer me. Um, so don't hesitate to just call these people and um, and act on it. But th this is very good advice. Act quickly and have your papers ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for my first mat apartment, that's what I did. I already sent my paper before my visit. So the owner, she already has, has my paper. She already validated I mean, she also has her choice of, I mean, her criteria of, you know, the ideal person who can rent this apartment. So I guess she already checked that. So the time we finished visit, she just told me, um, hey, if you want this apartment, just tell me because I have other visit planned just, just, you know, this afternoon, the same day. So that's what I did. I act quickly. So yeah. <laughs> I'm moving pretty quickly. That's awesome. That's really good. And, and it is a different game. I mean, this is where you see cultural difference and legal differences and all that, how they play a role from one country to the other. Um, so if you're moving from the States or North America and Canada or whatever, um, it's not the same game and you need to learn the new rules uh, when you get here. Um, okay, awesome. What else did you, did you struggle with? I mean, except finding an apartment, which is something that's very common. Is there anything else? And uh, again, did you move alone? Yes, I move along. Uh, so another thing is, um, yeah, the first day in Lyon, I was uh, alone mm -hmm. because I, I knew I, I had some friends who move in, in Lyon, but uh, I don't know the coincidence. 
by the time I move in Lyon, they're all gone <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> Are they really friends? So I have to... <laughs> no, I hope they didn't did on purpose, right? <laughs> I hope they have too. a reason. <laughs> so I had to rebuild my network in Lyon. So um, I, I started to search on different social media. Uh, there's one group I was already part in uh, in Grenoble. It was uh, for a bill for professional women, English-speaking people. Okay, very interesting. So I found that very interesting because uh, it helped me to meet other other women, uh, English-speaking people, also helped me to maintain my English level. And so they come from um, different places and we meet for, so it's a professional network. So we meet sometimes for to yeah to talk about the, our career do you want to share the name of the group i will find it but i will send it to you after <laughs> okay yeah. i'll put it in the show <laughs> notes so it's a group for women that speak english um yes and is it business related yeah this is mostly business related and also once a month they uh, invite a guest in different topic so it's kind of a workshop or a conference. They invite someone to talk about a topic. And most of the time, they are pretty interesting. Uh, for example, one IR10 is called how to work on your resilience. Wow. Uh, so you have some real experience feedback from other people and you can, you know, exchange with um, other members. Mm-hmm. Also, you can get some uh, sometimes some job opportunities through this network. Of course. And so it's an international thing. I mean, it existed in, in Grenoble and you found the same one here. So it's like those yes, masters. Yes, I found the same. <laughs> There's one everywhere. Yes. Okay. So that's good because you, 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 it's kind of a familiar, you know, and it was recommended by some members in, in Grenoble. Uh, when I, I told them that I'm going to move in Lyon, uh, they were very quickly you know uh, told me that hey you can also join the the club in Lyon and that's how I I met this group okay and also so beside this uh, more formal meeting we uh, we have also some informal meetings like uh, have a dinner or after work have a drink so it's very cool I think for people who just arrive by the time you moved to Lyon you were you were already fluent in, in, I mean, you were already good in, in French, right? Yes. But you just looked for English speaking people because you thought, I mean, the connection would be easier um, with them mm-hmm. because most of the time they're foreigners and we're all kind of looking um, to connect with others that are going through the same thing as us. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. But I really need that name. So send it to me um, because it's important. Hey, it's future Sammy here. Sorry for the interruption. She did end up sending me the name of the club. It's called WPNG for Women Professional Networking Group. If you type on Facebook WPNG Lyon, you would find their group and it looks awesome. So let's get back to the episode now. What else? How did you build your network? So this is uh, one group I also joined on uh, I think it was from on Facebook or Meetup. You have some um, language exchange groups, so some communities mm-hmm. that you can join that um, they meet on a, maybe once a week or twice a week. So I, uh, that time I could meet other nationalities as I like diverse culture and also uh, chose Lyon for this because we have a lot of choice and uh, different yes. nationalities, communities. So... Uh, that, that's also one way to to meet people. So language exchanges um, or other expat um, yes. events. I mean, language exchanges are pretty cool because everyone is pretty much struggling with whatever they're trying to, which whichever language they're trying to speak. But it's also very, it's a very nice environment. They usually do it in bars. It's very friendly and, yeah. and very entertaining. And you have everyone, again, struggling uh to speak uh, a language they're not very comfortable in. And it's funny at the same time. And everyone's super, very supportive. Yeah. So that's another option. Do you have another one? Yes. For us? So, of course, I also joined for the artistic 
art. So I I love dancing, uh, urban dancing. So I joined a club uh, in Lyon. It's called Impulse. So they offer dance class and also sport class on uh, Illimited. So once you have an uh, abonnement, you you can get unlimited access to every classes. So from from this circle as well, I I, I build some friendship, and of course the Toastmasters. <laughs> Of course, of course. There's no episode without Toastmasters. Yes. <laughs> but uh, when you say sports class, is it is it like Zumba and stuff like that? Is it still related to to dance? So now we have real dance class. It's not. Uh, sorry, for me, it's not a real dance class. Zumba. <laughs> no, it's not. But you said <laughs> no, definitely. But you said dance class and then sports class in the same in at impulse. In the same. They have both, yeah. right? Yeah, they offer the so same. You do the they, dance classes. Yeah. But they also offer other things. Yes, they also offer like a biking class or cardio. Oh, okay. Um, but they are only on, it's a, a class. It's not like, a, uh, how to say, like a, a normal gym where you go for, okay. you know, uh, no, use no equipment, no machine. But mm-hmm. this is not my it's thing. No, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You do the dancing part. Uh, I've seen your videos on Insta. It's great. Um, now, a question. Do, do, can you join Impulse anytime you want? Or is it like other things where you need to, to do that in September and then they open it back again in January? Uh, how does it work? Like if I decide to, like, let's say I want to dance today. Do I just show up to Impulse, start paying a monthly subscription or membership fee and start dancing? Or is it really by periods um during the year no they are they are pretty flexible so you have different options you can come just by for example you are in Lyon for a few days you can buy our entry card so is you pay at a single entry so of course that's more co- uh, costly than our a yearly card but it's a good option if the, you are only you know, in Lyon for a very short period of time and you're not sure yet if you live here. Um, and then you are, you pay by month, in fact. Um, so you have, if you decide to join the club, and firstly, you, you don't have to join necessarily in September. Even it's better because they have, you know, um, open doors, free or yeah or mostly free class that you can try different style of uh, dancing class or sport class so you can really try which if this club is made for you uh but not exactly. only you can also contact and uh i mean you if you are interested uh, you can also send me a message and i can uh, uh, make a parrainage <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay, but I yeah, you, you can, you can uh, refer totally a friend and go get, uh, whenever the year during the year. Okay, because that's something that that kind of I found weird when I got here is that you know September is a very big deal in, in France, which is not the case in 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 Canada, for example, because you don't have um, you don't have that uh, break in summer. I mean, as you said in the beginning, here in August, nothing mm-hmm. happens. And when they come back in September, everyone is refreshed and energized. And this is where they make the decision for the year of which clubs and associations they're going to join, yeah. which is why there's the forum mm-hmm. of associations in every mairie um, in Lyon in September, where all the associations and clubs go and, and try to promote theirs. And people kind of pay the yearly fee there. And that's it. So when I wanted to 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 find a dance, uh, I wanted to start. Uh, I mean, to to continue dancing salsa and all. When I came, when I joined, when I when I landed in Lyon, and it it was just in September or like another time in the year, and that's it. And so yeah, I true. found that very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here at Impulse, they go and they join, and you can refer them, and that's awesome. Okay, and Toastmasters. So the four things are the Women Club. That you're going to send me the name of uh, Facebook and meetup events, uh, specifically language exchange uh, events, dancing. I mean, find your hobbies, uh, find associations linked to them, and you'll connect with people that are like you. In this case, it was Impulse um, and Toastmasters that I hugely recommend. Yeah. 
Also, there's okay. uh, one there's one event that I I joined a few times before COVID. Uh, it's a apéro between entrepreneurs in Lyon. It's pretty cool as well. Okay. So I really recommend. That's also on Meetup, though, right? Um, I think so. <laughs> Has been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, don't hesitate to go on Meetup or Facebook uh, Facebook groups and search for your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Could be hiking around. Could be language exchanges. Could be dancing. Anything, I'm sure you can find, you know, uh, some communities yeah. that are like you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's there's a lot of communities. You know, it's still a big city without it being huge. So there's a bit of everything. There's a lot of nationalities. There's um, a lot of communities. So you'll find what you're looking for and it'll be great. Now, okay, so we got it that you are an expert in networking because of that. Uh, you have a massive network in Lyon. And something weird you told me yesterday during our conversation is that now you never look for a job. Opportunities just rain on you while you're sleeping. Uh, how do you do that? So how how come you stop looking for jobs and jobs are finding you now? Very good question. So uh, in fact, that's, um, you know, that's what you call the personal branding. When we, when we are... Up here, I mean, there's a work on our presence, a lot of online in our days, but also offline when you talk about yourself, is how you position yourself on, I mean, in this world, what you are meant to do, what you are good at it. And when once you are clear with that well, and you are ready to be present, uh, for me, it's a lot, a lot of opportunities come to me from LinkedIn because I I really work on my profile on how to use the, the right word to describe my experience and also talk about what I'm good at. And and that's what happened when so I'm I think the the word I use are pretty well ranked on, on LinkedIn. So people can find me easily in what I do. So change management consultant or or the coaching. So uh, people can ask me, you know, straight away, hey, I need, um, I have a position for you or I have some opportunities for you. I see that you did this in the past. So I think that you might be the good, good person. And then we go for for a call, for some interviews. Uh, and, you know, worst, worst of the case is uh, doesn't much, but at least you are present. Exactly. I mean, the, the choice of word is something that we tend to un- underestimate, um, but you really need to put as many, I mean, keywords as you can so that you're more findable. If you have more experience in a specific industry, uh, mention that industry very clearly because HR can, I mean, HR people tend to, to look for the industry you have experience in and what you do. So there are the two things they're going to type in and you want your profile to come to come out first. So keywords are very, very important uh, and try to use different keywords to say the same thing. Um, but I mean, this is, I mean, this, this applies to everything online really. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mentioned for, for LinkedIn, but could be also, you know, in, in sometimes on Instagram, uh, really your online presence is online presence is very important. And how about offline? How how do you do it offline? Offline uh, is also very important. So as I mentioned in my several circle of network, uh, what I suggest is to really present yourself in a way that you you really are. You are not pretending someone else, but just talk, talking about you, talking about your hobbies, what you do in life. And what you're looking for. What you are looking for as well, because you never know that, you know, mm. the person in front of you might have the things you, you are searching for. Um, exactly. I'm also a big believer of uh, law of attraction. I believe that every mm-hmm. you know single person we meet are you know on on purpose. Uh, of course, it's not like uh, okay, I'm looking for a job. I ask everyone <laughs> about this job, but uh, just um, keep in mind that you you never know what the surprise the life is give, uh, is preparing for you. So. To, to be ready to receive these opportunities or gifts, you must be prepared. And that's to work 
in my in my sense is the work that belongs to you definitely so always introduce yourself again with the keywords um, because you never know who you're meeting in front of you or who they know um the second thing i think it it applies also outside of of work um and these things even work more i feel in france than in in, in other countries they work everywhere but here they are more important so even if you're looking for an apartment you meet new friends try to to put it in the conversation that you're looking for an apartment and you never know um they might have something for you so um one of the other guests on on, on the podcast walter i think it was the third episode or so this is how he found his first uh, apartment he just mentioned it to people and they had something yeah so yeah always talk about your needs what you're looking for and introduce yourself in the in the best way possible with part of personal branding and so by doing that you become like cc you get job opportunities every day and they're good ones i mean really every time i every time we have a conversation you tell me like <laughs> you're hesitating between three four job <laughs> offers so so it must be really really working um so guys i would listen to cc really um great uh but now you're doing so now you're kind of um doing something else i mean uh what have you been doing lately if you can tell us um, so yeah so since i'm in lyon in fact i changed twice um my job and recently there's also a change uh but yeah just uh, you know uh, as i mentioned uh you, using really i mean work on your presence choose the right word and don't be afraid to talk to others what you are searching for what you are working on you will always bring you know benefits to you and lastly i decided to to quit a permanent job and working on my own so i'm working as a freelance in uh still in consultant in change management and also as a coach and i um i help people to find their right path to manage their their transition in life so it could be um you know, uh, a period that you are leaving your country, you arrive in a new country, how to manage the fear, the doubt, how to go out of your comfort zone to meet uh, other people, uh, this kind of things. And can you share uh, can you share a tip, just a simple one on one thing that someone can do immediately after changing countries that would make the whole experience uh, less lonely, less scary, and much more enjoyable. Yeah, in fact, I have three <laughs> tips to help you. Three, wow! Okay, to manage wait. this Very exchange. <laughs> so the first one is uh, to remember why you did this choice, why you chose this city or this country, why you did this move. In some case, could be you know something more profound than, uh, or more or less profound, but just. Uh, the fact that you remind yourself um, that you you did this choice is going to bring you back in a position that you take distance about this situation. Uh, write your why and think about your why. Yes. And things go, go hard. Why are you doing this? And usually you remember why you chose and why it's worth yeah. it. For example, in my one. case, I chose Lyon for better quality of life and also have um, more choices in my career. And this is, I mean, this is the mm. case. So I'm very happy with this. <laughs> uh, the second tip is to, to manage the negative emotion. So as I said, you might uh, have some fear, you might have some doubts. In this case, uh, I recommend you to, to work what's the worst scenario because Usually our mind is making up, you know, big, <laughs> it's like a, a cinema is yeah. uh, turning nonstop. And our mm -hmm. mind is here to protect us. That's why we are facing fear. So it's not a bad thing. It's just to, uh, you need to prevent this fear to, to make you, you know, freezing. <laughs> or you don't want to pass yeah. on action because you are, you, you're afraid what what's behind but most of the time, in reality, is you are in in emphasizing this fear for yeah. 
not that big deal, you know? So ask yourself when you're in this situation, what's the you know, worst scenario that happen, could happen to you if you do this choice, if you move to Lyon, for example? <laughs> yeah. So what's the worst thing that could happen if you decide yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, if that um, happened, what's your three backup plans? Awesome. That's nice. I really like that. And how about the third tip? So the last tip I can give you is to overcome your stress with an activity you love. So it could be sport, could be call a good friend, could be have a shopping, go for work, uh, take a bath. Uh, I mean, it's really you to know, you know, what's the best thing you you can do when you are in a situation that you don't feel comfortable, you are um you when you are facing too too much stress what you can do mm -hmm. to feel good like identify the activity that brings you the most joy yeah. and I, i would add something as well is plan for it so let's say i really enjoy i don't know having a beer with friends okay then i need to take the time in my calendar every week to plan for it as much as i can No, then I'll become alcoholic. No, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll say that at least today, um, this week, I'm I have to plan at least twice an outing with friends that I enjoy being with, that I'm very comfortable with, and this is something that we tend to forget to do when we are stressed, when we're looking for apartments, when we are starting new jobs, etc. We're so focused on the priority that we forget the fun part, which will help our priority. It will help us do. The priority better so for that third tip identify what brings you the most joy maybe it's a hike maybe it's dancing maybe whatever and try to plan to do it regularly so that you come out of the dip um of of stress and 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 yeah and being down yeah it's very important that Great. uh to remind yourself that is make yourself a priority in fact whatever situation you are in we are we all have a busy agenda But if we don't take time, then, you know, sometimes the the impact is, you know, worse than we can think. And uh, it's better to prevent, you know, uh, to have a, a health issue or something similar. I, I don't help. Uh, I don't hope for you. Mm. <laughs> But just to, to <laughs> make it as a routine to take care of yourself. Definitely. These are very, very nice tips. Um So tell us, where can our listeners find you? Uh, tell us more about your blog um, and also about the coaching because with tips like that, I mean, I'd be curious to know uh, how your coaching program works. Yes, of course. So you can find uh, my blog on oserechangerdevie.com. I think Sami will put in the notes. So you can find some uh, articles I write to help overcome some situation. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Uh, maybe you're curious how I <laughs> I set my profile. Um, if you need some advice, I'll be happy to, happy to help you in in a personal life or in, per, in professional life. I'll be happy to be your guide of a change. Okay, so they can find you on LinkedIn. I'll put also your profile. If not, they can find you at uh, CCU. Or is it Linzuozi uh, on LinkedIn? I put both. So if you put the link, both. they can... So they would find you if they put CCUOU. Okay. And they can message you there. This would be the best way to get in contact yes. with you, right? Perfect. For your blog, so a lot of articles about change and changing lives and all that. Um, your blog is in French, yes. right, for the moment. Okay. Lastly, tell us about the coaching uh, program. So is it something, I mean, what can you share about that? So for the moment, for individuals, I offer one-to-one -one coaching. I can also send you the link to put uh, uh, of Calendly. So you can put, uh, you can set up an appointment directly from there. And we can okay. we can talk. So I I offer my first session. So it's more, you know, to know more each other, to know more about your mm -hmm. today's situation, and then we can work on the objective you want to reach. And I will be happy Perfect. to help you to reach your goals. 
Well, I might, I might reach out. I might reach out because I might also need that. And what's, who's your My ideal, ideal client? client um, is someone who, who's in, a, who's asking some questions, who is wondering how they could uh, improve their life personally and professionally. And as I'm a big fan of uh, personal development, and uh, you might notice as well, I, I love to, to give some tips and advice to people in order to, yes. for them to you know, live, live a, a better life, a life which is more authentic and aligned to, to themselves. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is my, uh, my ideal client. Awesome. Great. So it's a person that wants to, to take their lives to the next level or that they are trying to find their, as you said, the right path, because sometimes we think we are in, in what we want to do, but by asking the right questions, we find out that we're not really there. Awesome. Um, let's, uh, let's end with my signature question um, that I end all episodes with. So Lyon to you is blank and fill in the blank. Lyon for me is a city where you can live a um, good life, a quality life, where you can fulfill your dreams and also meet wonderful people. Wow, I really like that. This is the longest answer I've had to this question, but it's a good one. I, you really like to give things in, in three points, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, three three is a magic number. That's awesome. Um, thank you very, very much for doing this. I know it took us time to, to find a, a slot where we were both available, but it's finally done. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Um, the tips were really great on finding apartments, on uh, on building a network and a social life, and finally on coping with change when we when we change when we move to a new country. Um, thank you very much again thank you um, and I'll I'll talk to you soon thank you and this is it folks thanks so much for listening you can find the episode details in the show notes to keep up with new episodes and updates make sure you follow us on Instagram at expats in Lyon or on Facebook at the expats in Lyon podcast if you have any suggestions feedback or if there are any specific topics you would like to hear on the show let us know by using the form in the show notes. Also, if you are interested in being interviewed for the show, you can find the guest application form in the show notes as well. Finally, if you like the show, make sure you tell your friends about it. And now, in the famous words of Napoleon, Lyonnais, je vous aime, until next time. <laughs>